Bank of Ireland is to top up the pay of its chief executive and chief financial officer with bank shares worth up to 50% of their salaries. The CEO, Miles O'Grady, currently earns €960,000. The CFO, Mark Spain, is currently on a salary of €550,000. The new share scheme outlined in the bank's annual report published during the, the week enables the bank to bypass a ban on performance-related bonuses above €20,000 because the top-up is not performance-related. Bank of Ireland was bailed out with almost €5 billion Euros in taxpayers' money in 2009, but the government exited its stake in the bank late last year. In a moment, we'll get the views of Sinn Féin's finance spokesman, Pierce Doherty. But first, I've been speaking to our business editor, Will Goodbody, about this. And he began by outlining the background to pay restrictions at the country's main retail banks. Yes, Justin. Well, as many people will know, as a result of the banking and financial crash over a decade ago, the government put in place pay restrictions at banks that were bailed out by the state. Now, these restricted salaries in the main to about half a million euro, although there was an exception made for Bank of Ireland. And the restrictions also effectively banned performance-related bonuses. The idea was to break up the link between what bankers were being paid and the performance of the bank to try to, to stifle any temptation for them to take any further unnecessary risks to boost performance. Now, those restrictions remained in place until November just gone, uh, despite growing complaints over many years from the banks that they hindered talent recruitment and retention. But in November, the then Minister for Finance, Pascal Dunahue, relaxed some of the restrictions, partly in response to the fact that the state no longer owned a stake in Bank of Ireland, and partly because of concerns expressed by the banks about the effects of those restrictions. So the changes mean that the three banks, that's AIB, Bank of Ireland and Permanent TSB, uh, can now make variable performance-based payments of up to €20,000 a year to staff and pay other non-pay related benefits too like health insurance cover for example while the salary cap at Bank of Ireland has been lifted completely and at AIB and Permanent TSB the half a million euro cap will be removed when the state's shareholding drops below a certain as yet unspecified percentage. Now both AIB and Bank of Ireland have moved quite quickly since then announcing plans to introduce performance based profit sharing schemes and other benefits for all staff. But despite those changes, both AIB and Bank of Ireland expressed the view in the past week that while the relaxations have been helpful, the restrictions continue to create a competitive disadvantage and a risk for them both. But in the case then of of Bank of Ireland and specifically its CEO, Miles O'Grady, and its chief financial officer, Mark Spain, the bank seems to have found a way to get around that problem, hasn't it? Yeah, so the bank didn't exactly publicise this move last week as it published its annual results, but buried deep in its annual report, the chair of its remuneration committee, Steve Pateman, outlined plans to grant both a CEO and CFO shares worth up to 50% of their salaries over the next few years. He said the new €20,000 cap on variable pay significantly constrains the bank's ability to structure and position senior role holders' compensation packages competitively against the market. And this, he claimed, creates significant risk to the bank around recruitment and retention of high calibre employees and also affects its ability to tie behaviours to pay. He said he'd consulted with shareholders about the issue and claimed they had raised the attraction and retention issues that were being caused by those ongoing restrictions and he said shareholders had expressed a view that variable pay linked to performance should form a more significant element of remuneration but of course that wouldn't be allowed by the, the current government rules so what the bank is now planning to do 
is to give the two executive directors uh, share awards that are not subject to any performance conditions, which in effect would get around that ban. And how, how would that work then in practice? So these fixed share awards would see the two men receive a top up on their salaries or on top of their salaries that would be worth up to 50% of the value of those salaries per year uh, in the form of shares. Now, currently, Miles O'Grady as CEO has a salary of €950,000. Mark Spain as CFO is receiving uh, €550,000 and that's due to climb to £600,000 next year. So you can see that these share awards would potentially be very valuable. Now, the shares would be paid quarterly and released in instalments over three years, beginning next year with an allowance of 25% of their salaries, rising to 50% the following year and beyond. And as I say, they would not be linked to any performance conditions. The two executive directors will have to hold at least 100% of the value of their salaries in shares, and they can't sell excess shares until that requirement is met, with this requirement staying in place for as long as they're working at the bank. If they leave the bank, they must maintain that minimum level or whatever level above that that they're at at that particular point for a further two years before selling uh, any shares. Now the bank says these new share payments would position the CEO's total compensation below the lower quartile of peer-sized banks in the UK and between the median and lower quartile of the 15 biggest companies on the Irish Isaac Index, while it also says that the shares of the CFO would position his total remuneration below the lower quartile of both those peer groups. Okay, so so how how then is the bank justifying um, the, these top ups or what they're calling these new fixed share awards for executive directors? Well, chiefly, as I've I've already mentioned, the bank says this is about top talent attraction and retention, uh, including an interim chief executive, Bank of Ireland, has had three CEOs since 2017 and three chief financial officers over the same period, with remuneration restrictions generally seen as a factor in that executive turnover. And so now that the bank no longer has the state as a shareholder, it seems that it feels it needs to, to move to address that situation. But the bank also does refer to its growing size and complexity following the purchase of uh, stockbrokers Davy and a large part of the KBC Bank Ireland portfolio uh, as it leaves the country. And it references the fact that the restrictions up to November meant that there uh, there had been no increase in CEO pay since 2014, uh, meaning the role had lost pace with competitors. And finally, the bank feels that it's in the interest of all that executive directors' pay be aligned with the performance of the business and the experience of shareholders. So clearly the bank is doing this not only because it feels it now can do it, but also because it feels it has to. But I'm not sure that view will necessarily be shared by all, particularly those for whom memories of the banking crash remain vivid and top of mind. And that was our business editor, Will Goodbody. Now, we asked Bank of Ireland for a spokesperson to discuss this issue. Nobody from the bank was available. The bank did say in a statement that it is fully compliant with all national and European rules and regulatory requirements in respect of remuneration for all colleagues and at all levels in the group. This includes in respect of the changes announced this week which relate to fixed pay and not variable pay. We asked the Irish Banking and Payments Federation, which describes itself as the voice of banking in Ireland for a spokesperson. Nobody was available. We asked the Department of Finance if this new arrangement was approved by the Minister or if he agreed with it. A spokesman responded to say that the Bank of Ireland is a private commercial entity. There's no upper limit on executive compensation at the bank and this is now a matter for the board. But the department notes 
that these awards are not performance related. It said that both AIB and PTSB continue to be bound by the current salary cap of half a million euro. I've been speaking with Sinn Féin's finance spokesman, Piers Doherty, and I put it to him, that claim, that this is a matter for the board of the bank and not for the Department of Finance. Well, it's everything to do with the, the department and indeed the minister because this is happening because of the minister's decision to remove the pay cap completely from from Bank of Ireland uh, and alongside that they removed bonuses uh, for banks up to €20,000. Uh, and I wouldn't be washing my hands as simply as the, 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 the department have or indeed the government because there is questions whether this is actually allowed under the, the, the taxation law that we introduced at the time. And let me say this, when uh, if this was tried by any of the bailed out banks at that time uh, that they were going to uh, award up to 50% of a top up on salary in terms of share prices to their CS- CEO and CFO it wouldn't be allowed uh, and it's the same legislation that applies today and while the legislation is very clear that performance related uh, top ups are not allowed, the legislation also cl- uh, cont- uh, contains uh, a clause which says or any other similar consideration so we will be looking for revenue to make a determination on this uh, and we believe that this is a workaround uh, to try and get around this legislation. The bank uh, effectively says it's doing this to try to keep its top talent. It says that capping bonuses at €20,000 causes significant risk to the bank for the recruitment and retention of high calibre people with the right skills. In other words, it's worried that it will lose its best people if it doesn't make these these top-up payments, these these top-up share uh, payment. Well, look, I I, I don't believe in going back to what um, the Fine Gael government calls the, the normality of, of banking when we used to see before the, 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 the crash um, senior bankers being given bonuses in the region of a, a million euro and indeed some of them being given more than a million euro. I think that co- creates serious problems in terms of the risk appetite of the bank. Uh, it, it also has, when you have a large shareholding within the bank as well, you're looking to uh, maximise the uh, the value of those shares and, and, and can lead to other risks also. Uh, so I, I believe that they're, they're, they, the type of caps there and the ending of bonuses were merited, were long overdue and should be maintained. And but this bank is profitable, let's be let's be clear. But what this does over the last uh, couple of days is really nail this myth that the reason that the government uh, relaxed or uh, got rid of the, the ban on bonuses up to €20,000 was to support lower income uh, workers within the bank. It was always about these senior people. It was always about people, remember the CEO, who are, who's already on a package in excess of €800,000 and now we'll have a 50% top-up in 2025. But lower-paid workers in the bank are also to receive bonuses. And and lower-paid bankers uh, workers in the bank can receive bonuses and even under the bonus cap uh, and we argued that we actually supported that so for example uh, the bonus ban is there to make sure that the control in terms of bonuses has to be sanctioned by the Minister for Finance uh, because of the shareholding that the Minister has uh, within those banks and because the banks were bailed out and wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the Irish people so for example last year when uh, the banking union uh, the representatives of, 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 of workers on the banks uh, argued for an increased uh, bonus that was allowed. It was allowed by the Department of Finance, it was allowed by the Minister uh, and as if I were Minister for Finance of course I would be uh, supporting uh, increases for uh, low and middle income earners in the banks but let's be clear this isn't what this campaign is about. This campaign is about going back to what they call normality, going back to the situation where you have super pay and super bonuses back within banks and this is just a taste of it now. The fact that you're talking about a 50% uh, increase 
increase on, on the top of a salary in, in 2025, following on from 25%. This isn't regular pay. The legislation is very, very clear that irregular pay is captured by the excessive uh, USC charge. Uh, and therefore, in my view, there is still a grey area here uh, and we will need revenue to make a determination on it. But the taxpayer no longer owns any part of Bank of Ireland. As you say, it is a profitable bank. It made uh, 1.2 billion euro in 2022. It's paying its regular staff cost of living bonuses, as, as we've said. Uh, so why shouldn't the, the shareholders of the bank be entitled uh, to say that they want their, their top executives uh, to be paid this share top up if they feel that that's better for the business, if they feel that that will help the bank to retain its top talent? Well, first of all, you know, b- banks are regulated uh, and not just regulated by the central bank, but also by, uh, by, by the ECB. And we've seen rules introduced at European level, for example, in relation to the bonuses for bankers. Uh, and those rules are there for a reason, because we recognised after the financial crash, far too late, uh, that, that the state recognised this here, but that these type of salaries and these type of bonuses created risks within the banks. We don't have to rehearse. The pain is still real for many, many communities and families who are either forced to emigrate or have have to live through a series of, uh, of years of, 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 of pain in terms of austerity. Uh, so people understand the reasons and the risks that were taken with this type of uh, uh, system that operated within the banks. And that's why at a European level, there is already bans or caps in relation to the amount of salaries that can be introduced. And also at a national level, uh, I believe it is appropriate because uh, of, of, of the history of this bank and because of the support that uh, taxpayers paid to this bank. So would you then, and are you giving a commitment that if you were finance minister, you would reinstate the salary cap, something which, as Bank of Ireland puts it, would put the business at risk of losing its its highly skilled, high calibre people. I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't have ended the salary cap, and I won't. And uh, if I were minister for finance, I wouldn't end uh, the bonus cap either. And let's be clear: would you, would you reinstate the salary cap? Well, the, the salary cap never really applied for Bank of Ireland. So just let's let's be clear in relation to that. Uh, right back to the day of Reggie Boucher, when he was CEO of the bank, he wasn't uh, abiding to to the salary cap of five hundred thousand euro. Um, it does apply to AIB, and I would continue with that uh, that, that that system in place. It's very, very clear here where the writing is on the wall. This is a government who, as I said, wants to go see banks go back to what's called normal. That normal, I don't think, should ever be visited on Irish people ever again. Uh, and we do need strict rules and strict criteria uh, in relation to uh, how we govern our banks, but also in relation okay. to the type of risks uh, that that are incentivised at, at senior level through bonuses and share options like this. All right. Can I ask you before I let you go, your party is, is to force a vote on the ending of the eviction ban after the St. Patrick's Day uh, break from uh, Leinster House. When, when would Sinn Féin bring the eviction ban to an end? Well, first of all, let me say that this this is a really heartless, this is a cruel uh, decision by, by government. It is the wrong decision and they should reverse it. So we're very clear that the eviction ban has to be uh, maintained. It should be maintained, in my view, up until the end of uh, January so that, that, it, that it goes beyond this year. That was Sinn Féin's finance spokesman Piers Doherty speaking to us from our Dura Bioga studio after the break. The effect of ending the eviction ban.